You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. Hello everybody, it is Tuesday here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, the Wrestling Rewind show 95. My name is Dara Connor and we're here to talk about show of all shows this year, WrestleMania 38 Night 2. And of course, if you checked us out on the True Penny channel or even last week, we of course covered night one, um, the Sunday before night two. Um, so it's been about a week since the show was uh, off or finished up and we have thoughts and opinions. I am not alone. I am joined by the one, the only, the undefeated one and oh, Mr. Martin <laughs> Hardy. How are Martin? How are you? Well, I'll be honest with you. Given the uh, the intro you've given me, and you know my my ability and propensity for violence, uh, I do, I don't agree with you calling this the show of the year. Not only is it February, it's not even the show of the first quarter of the year. I said show of shows, not show of the year. Oh, did you? It's WrestleMania, the showcase of the immortals. It's fair. I was the one who was hungover. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> for all our listeners here, I've been privy to it. Dara, our our our. Band dad, or the, the the great leader of of the of the ba- of several bands, actually, is a uh, is feeling a little bit worse for wear today. But yeah. even though it's half ten at night, he has soldiered on because he knows ye all need to know our views on WrestleMania. It's important; these things matter. <laughs> it was funny actually. We were gigging last night, and uh, you know, obviously, my bass player is a big wrestling fan as well. You know, but uh, one of the lads down there was like, so. Hands me a point and he's like, what do you think of WrestleMania? <laughs> I was just like... Have you got three a... hours? Yeah, I was like, I, you know, I do a podcast. You can just listen to that. So yeah, we were talking about WrestleMania last night for a while. So I can't even escape it even when I do like... Uh, even when I do music stuff. So I mean, if people do, do want to check ever... out my music, yeah, you know, you can go on, on Horrenda and check it out. Just, you know. And what's the other band? Uh, Bored to Dirt. But we, the, 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 the merch is harder to get there. Buy her on the merch. We have tons of it. <laughs> we have mouth to feed. <laughs> do, do, you ever, do you ever find with the old wrestling fandom that it, it sort of takes over in different ways? I find sometimes that no matter what somebody's talking about and they go, yeah, what do you think? I go, God, I actually know what you mean. It's kind of like, and then the only example I can think of is a wrestling example. So, you know, I, I, I'll give you some background and not, not, to, not to get too much into the point, but I was talking to a friend of mine and she's a big drama head, you know, and she used the word kayfabe. And I'm like, how do you know what that word means? <laughs> and, she, 
and she doesn't want to rest. And I was like, how do you know what that word means? And then she was going through it. I'm like, that's exactly what it means. But also in the band, you know, we would uh, we'd use a lot of wrestling terminology. You know, we'd be like, oh, kayfabe it up or, you know, do a shoot, do a work, don't, you know. Don't, don't work yourself into don't a shoot. Don't work yourself brother. into a shoot. Yeah, you know, just for the laugh. Or, uh, yeah, so, yeah, no, that it happens. Like, it's just as a wrestling fan, you know, or you're like, oh, lift the gimmick or whatever, you know. It, it helps, yeah. you know, it just kind of... So someone it's, says it's, something really funny, you go, ah, oh, huge pop. <laughs> huge pop. No, yeah, literally, you'd be like, oh, marked big for that, or, you know, huge pop. <laughs> no. It didn't go, you know, get over, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, I love it, though. We love it. That's what we do a podcast about, uh, about shows that are usually 20 years ago. And we will get back to that next week. We are almost through our WCW timeline, but we had to talk about WrestleMania. Because, I mean, night one uh, was great. And we, t- we spent two hours talking about it. Night two, I think, uh, I was talking to uh, Emac Williams, actually, who's from uh, Phoenix Femme at um, Dark Tranquility on Wednesday. And he and myself have a bit of a different opinion on it. He didn't really like the show. So shout out to Ian, uh, who does work on the on the station. And um, yeah, I, I was surprised by that because I actually really like Night two. I, I probably fall between the two of you. So I thought... Um... I thought night one, night two, was kind of a mirror image of night one. Because do you remember we were in a lot of ways? About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you remember we were talking about night one and we were saying, you know, it really didn't kick off to like halfway through the bloody show, like until yeah. it got to the Becky match was when it actually really kicked off. For night one, night, yeah. Night two, I thought night two started an absolute banger, and yeah. I was like, holy hell, they've actually they've broken this, you know, second night WrestleMania isn't as good thing. Um, I thought night two kicked off to a great two, three matches, and man, then it just day to death for me in the second half. I didn't, uh, I don't think I liked anything in the second half. I'm very surprised by that, I'll be honest with you. Mike, I do, I do see why. You know, like, the the opener was a surprise, um, particularly the, the actual finish. Like, I really like RK Bro's, like, double finisher. Yeah, you know that's just really cool. It's just a cool thing to see. I was glad to see them pick up the win. Um, Alpha Academy were really impressive, actually, as well. Yeah. Um, Bobo uh, was too busy thinking about golf, so he didn't, you know, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but it was. I mean, like we went over that in the preview. It was like, surprising how it's, it's much not, he did. Here, man, six minutes. I yeah. was think two, three at the most, and it wasn't a squash either. Bobo actually no. like looked good. He did, uh, and in a in a maybe not a competitive match, but um, no, <laughs> certainly competitive's not the word I'd use. Here he got yeah. got almost up for for a couple of moves that you wouldn't think you could get almost up for. He's very uh, he is a very strong lad, though. To be fair, you know, I'll tell you where really ground to a halt for me was the uh, surprisingly because I thought this would be the match of the night for me, the Edge AJ Styles match. You know what? For yeah. Me, yeah. Yeah. The rest yeah. of the and there's no excuse this time as in uh bloody two in the morning. I didn't watch WrestleMania Live, I went to bed. I watched part one live. I went to mm. bed and I watched part two the next day. So mm. I was fine. There was no fatigue or anything. Man, this match ground out for me. And yeah, twenty rest, twenty-five yeah. Yeah, and the rest 20, of the twenty-five minutes just, of months. Just, uh, just dragged out. I watched the whole thing live. He oh, got sick. I got sick the next. I got sick the next day. I think I stayed up way too late. <laughs> Two uh, nights actually, in a row. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, 
and just messed up my body clock and end up having like a I had to like stay in bed all on Monday and just get up to throw up. Uh, and I was just like, man, WrestleMania really messed with my body. Just, just to confirm that Dara's employers do not listen to the podcast. They do not listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're aware. They know what's going on. <laughs> do, but, do you know yeah. what it actually reminded me of? The two shows. Do you know Metallica's albums Load and Reload? They're two Go on. half albums. Two Both albums have some really good songs in them. And if you could take Correct. both albums and throw out all the shit, you'd have one awesome album. That's a very good point, actually. I think that's what we have here with this. If you could take night one, night two, throw out all the crap, you'd have had one really good pay-per-view. And I know everyone is kind of, because I know you yourself are like well behind the two-night WrestleMania thing. I don't think I am. I think I, I think I prefer it being one night, cut the fat, Give me four but they don't. something all. Well, but they don't cut the fuck. It's nine yeah. hours. Yeah. You don't remember the Kid Rock concert? <laughs> and then the, M- the, the MT Kelly concert? And then some people you haven't heard of? Like, I mean, they don't. It's just nine hours. <laughs> they You're can't control right. themselves. They don't. Four hours would be great. But they don't. Even, even in this, they didn't cut the fat. Because no, it was, it was so one, much nonsense. It was one thing in night one where between every match you had to have an advertisement for what was going to happen tomorrow night. Hmm. But what really bugged me about this part, night two, was between every match, you had a bloody two, three minute promo about what happened last night. It's like, dude, I'm not sitting down here watching part two of WrestleMania. Like anyone who's watching this has watched part one. You know, let's I did move think, along here. I did think that was very annoying. It was like, what are you doing? Oh. Why are you padding this out? You don't need to do it. And but, then I a mean, Snickers ad, and then a Geico ad. To be then, fair though, the amount of money that they probably pay, like, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't want the Snickers after this. And for the whole time, <laughs> all I could see was a Snickers logo. I'm like, your advertising isn't working. Like, <laughs> I don't want a Snickers. But you know what it was? You probably needed one because, Dara, you're not yourself when you're hungry. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, I look, I still will defend night two, two night WrestleMania. However, what would be better a WrestleMania on a Saturday that's four hours long. Yeah. That would be the best thing in the world. But Do night you know two. I don't even mind a five hour show. It's it just, it has to mean something. So like WWE's pay per views, if if they are going to do a five hour WrestleMania, that's fine. Mm. But that means all this other crap, backlash, fast lane. Anything that's not big you know, so so I don't mind setting up for an AW pay per view. It only happens Cause you, once because you know it's going to mean something. You know, it's going to be stacked. Exactly, and it you only know? happens once every three months. And I know I'm going to die of death the next day, but then I know I don't have to do it again. If uh, if WWE is going to continue to have sixteen pay per views a year, they're, they're going to have to change the format somehow. I mean, I just the pay per view format, and even though, look. Here's one that they should do. Just reevaluate what they are. Reevaluate what they mean. 
You know, I mean, one of the coolest things that they did that was so ahead of its time that I can't believe they haven't gone back to is Cyber Sunday and Taboo Tuesday. Yeah. Like, legitimately, that is such a cool thing that you just gave up on just when that was becoming relevant. Like, imagine Taboo Tuesday, but it's on Twitter. Oh, man. Oh, on Twitter. It's just like, there you go. It it writes itself. Yeah. I mean, AEW should just do it. Like, legitimately, it would be really cool. You know, and then you can defend belts or there, you can have like a tournament or whatever. It's just, I don't understand what WWE are actually trying to do, particularly when they have such a depleted roster now. You know, yeah. I mean, like this WrestleMania, right? And I'll be honest with you, it was a great WrestleMania. And it was a great WrestleMania, not because of people who work there. I mean, <laughs> Austin. Kevin Owens working with Austin, Johnny Knoxville having the greatest hardcore match in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are, you know, these are not, you can't build a company around these people, right? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so stupid. So, I mean, I, this was an indictment. Like, it was great, but it's an indictment because it's like, you have nobody. <laughs> these storylines can't continue. But it's, it's kind of bad that we were talking about it is that, uh, yeah, it was when the when the full-time gays come on that the show really slowed down. The show down. really slowed down. Yeah. It was like, like uh, Edge and AJ Styles should have had a great match. Oh my, I can't believe and it. it just wasn't. I mean, we'll get, we'll get to it, but I we will. just can't believe that. But I mean, that it, was when we had like uh, flagged yeah. this like, potential we didn't good even, match. We didn't even talk about that much because we were just like, oh, oh yeah, that's in the bag. That'll yeah. be a good match. Yeah. Even if WrestleMania's crap, I'll skip through and watch the... Edge AJ Styles match. I mean, um, but, but you see this thing where they have like 16 pay per views a year now. That's a hangover from the Monday Night Monday Wars. Yeah. You know, where WCW started going to monthly pay per views and then WWE did monthly pay per views and then obviously they had their other deals with Saudi Arabia and whatever. But you'd think now that W or at some point in the 20 year intervening period when WCW was gone. And when they came up with the network where people were paying a monthly subscription anyway, you think they'd have pared back the pay-per-views and, you know, made, like, I'm not even talking doing what AEW do, where you only have four of them. Pair back to, say, eight. Do them every six weeks. Something like that, you know? But, I mean, right, you look, you have your big four, right? You have your big four. And yeah. then you have, and then you pick, like, the first thing to go is the, is the match ones. There should oh, be no yeah. pay per view called Hell in a Cell. Oh, that is stupid. That's oh. ridiculous. It does a disservice to everything. It does. does a disservice oh. to the gimmick. Does a disservice to uh, to like the notion of a, a pay per view. It's just everything about having a Hell in a Cell pay per view is wrong. This doesn't make sense. It it should be it should be a feud ender. The same with TLC and, and all those other match ones. So I mean, you take those out. There you go. What that's five gone already. And then you you bring back in with like Survivor Series could just be war games, make it yeah. mean something, right? Or or you Survivor know. Series could even be part of war games. Like have yeah. a Survivor Series match during the night, have a couple, yeah. of, and then the final but, match of the night is is a war games match. Yeah, I mean this this is not hard. Like, no, <laughs> this is not hard. Like how are people who are getting paid thousands not able to just and, do and this? Here's, like, here's the thing, crazy. Here's the thing with WWE. Over the past couple of years, they have acted like the most reprehensible, despicable company in the world. As right? a company, we need to be, we need to be as clear, a as a company. Yeah. yeah, they have fired people, 
who have contracts. They've fired people in the middle of a pandemic when they had nowhere else to go. They've no. treated, treated their own employees horrendously, right? Mm. They have suffered not one penny of a financial consequence. As, as they, will event, they will eventually, though. They will no, eventually. But my point is that, that if they can do all that and get away with it, nobody is going to cancel the network because they're cutting down to eight pay-per-views a year. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, look, I don't, it's not going to happen. We don't even watch the pay-per-views most of the time. We only watch the big four and then we, we watch it for WCW. I mean, the network gets more use now because we do this show where we cover shows from 20 years ago than the current product. Oh, the current yeah, product yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's, like, even bad WCW is great in comparison. It makes it look like the Mona Lisa. It, I mean, that Mona Lisa is painted by, you know... Someone who's never seen a painting before, but still. <laughs> you know. Painted by someone who's having the Mona Lisa described to Exactly, <laughs> badly over the phone. Um, but I mean, look, the, if WDB were to really reevaluate, you know, they could look and go, right, well, I do think Cyber Sunday or Tablet Tuesday would be the coolest thing ever because it's so perfect. You know, it's perfect. Time for, but again, I think WDB as a company are just completely out of touch. Rest, this WrestleMania shows it in stark contrast <laughs> where you're like <laughs> it's great until the current people show up and then it's terrible i'll, I'll tell you what man though and it you ends, know what? Uh, sorry and it ends with roman reigns holding bolt belt oh, after yeah, being listen. injured he's legit injured we're, and you're like guess. oh wow okay so what does this mean <laughs> we're, we're gonna get to that end and <laughs> what does this mean <laughs> but do you know what just hit me there i bloody love your um I love the idea of bringing back Cyber Sunday. Tell you. Do, you know what I, do you know what I think? Make it even more unpredictable. Bring back Cyber Sunday in Saudi Arabia. That would be cool. Bang. See what the Saudis think. And make it legit. Like put it yeah, on no, Twitter. Yeah, no, legit. Legit. Have it like a live. Yeah. You know, like so no, people I, can actually track the responses coming no, in. No, I know why they got rid of it because it's very hard to book three matches. You know, but still, it's such a cool. Like, I mean, yeah, cut it down to eight, and then have it as one of your Saudi shows where or, stuff happens. It'd be cool. Or have a wrestling company full of workers. Yeah, who that's true. Can be told, you know, like let's well, not Hannah, forget, Booker if, T went out and did. But he he had three matches on a pay per view one time. That was Randy Orton. Match. No, 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 it was Triple H. Triple H, that was Triple H. No, no, no. There was a hundred percent. It was WCW. Oh yeah, was, yeah. Um, right, yeah. Booker T went out and he didn't even. Uh, there was something happened in the main event, and they just told him to go out and him and who was it? Jerry. Jerry. Was, it was, was it Jared? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, Jared went out and had a match on the fly. Like, yeah, that's that's a worker. Man, with Booker T, he really was unreal. You know, so underrated. But here's the thing. Um, with that. If they were to bring back Cyber Sunday, they can't have BS like false count anywhere, hardcore, or no DQ. <laughs> no like, they're DQ. the same match. No rules. <laughs> the same match. Chicago Street, Philadelphia Street fight, <laughs> Connecticut Street fight. I mean, no, like if they're going to bring it back, like actually make it like, like again, even though those shows weren't great. I'll be honest with you, whenever I play two, uh, the 2K games, it's I always have it in my universe mode because I just think it's a great gimmick. Someone always makes it. Like, people agree with me because it's always a pay-per-view that's made every well, time. Like, so. Fans, so the one thing wrestling has over sport, over theatre, over television, is that fans are a part of the show. Yeah. 
Now, they're not as big a part as they sometimes like to be. <laughs> sometimes sometimes fans take over the show in a way that, you know, it's whether less it's, good. It's whether less it's good. what or beach balls or By the way, whatever. You know what I'm really glad people don't remember? What? What? Don't, what? don't, don't remind them. Yeah, no, I'm re- like, that was one thing the whole, the whole lot. I'm like, oh my God, they don't remember it. It's finally gone. It only took 20 years. What was it they said? Uh, they tried to do. Gone. They tried to do the watch chant a couple of weeks ago on Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston said, "Stone Cold's not here tonight," and that killed it dead. Yeah, well, uh, like it was just it's it's one of the worst. I I actually forgot about it, and then I was watching still... some I was watching somebody review "Shut Your Mouth," and Austin does the whole what what, and I'm like, oh my god, it's really annoying. That's really annoying. <laughs> three three worst things about wrestling, right? So for me. Um, the watch Cody. chant is one. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 we, we have different views on Cody. No, that's fair. Uh, for me, the watch chant is one. Um, uh, wrestling Twitter is probably yes. number one. Probably yes. the worst thing. Three hour. Uh, oh God, yeah, yeah. raw one. Though. Although, see, it doesn't affect me anymore because I don't watch it. So yeah, but uh, I mean, it still objectively is like I'm convinced in hell there's only one channel and it just pays off. It's just raw. It's just raw. That's all it is. It's like we have one channel and that's it. Uh, welcome to Infinity <laughs> Raw. Um, and the other one would be uh, probably the just the, the lack of like workers' rights that wrestlers have. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know. But definitely, and as horrible as that is, and as much as a socialist as I am, that I believe strongly and passionately in workers' rights, yeah, still wrestling Twitter and the watch chant are worse than that. Yeah, the, the, the watch chant is... I mean, I'm just so glad it didn't appear, and I didn't realise that the, the potential of that appearing was there until WrestleMania had ended. And I was watching that video, I'm like, oh wow, that would have ruined... Everything that would have ruined the whole oh, show. It it ruins everything. It's it's the worst thing. Never mind turning heel. It's the worst thing Stone Cold has done. Yeah, because it appeals to the worst, basest, most juvenile aspects of wrestling fandom. Yeah, like it's oh we can take over the show with it and it's still part and you're like oh no. I actually actually can't believe it's a Stone Cold thing because it it slaps me in the face as a John Cena thing. Well, it was Stone Cold on the the, the severe downturn of his career. The last yeah. two years or whatever. And it just maintained all the way through until he disappeared for a long enough time where all those people cycle out. You know? Yeah. So. Um, Still, we better bloody get into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Right. So the first the first match was RK Bro, uh, who defeated the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. As I said, the show... Started off with a banger. Unexpectedly, I did not expect th- this match to be as good as it was. You actually did, to be fair. You yeah, actually hundred percent. You called this. I was I was so confused because I I put WrestleMania on. Like I said, it was the next day, so it wasn't a tiredness thing or anything. And the show opened with a triple threat tag. Hockey, hold on, bang. hold on, one second. I forgot one thing. So the worst thing that ever happened in wrestling. Oh, <laughs> happened. The show opened. How dare I forget about that? So obviously the best wrestler of all time came out. And Bret Hart. <laughs> no, no, not Bret Hart. The other one. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, Triple H is going to wrestle. And he didn't. Oh. And he retired. And it sucked. And you know what? Automatically, the sh- you know, I'm like, why didn't he give him the belt? 
just giving him a belt, all the belts, just there, and he t- takes them home with him, and then he starts new belts. Should be the Triple H belt, Triple H Cup. <laughs> Again, I, I'm only like half joking. Like legitimately, would you, I would be okay would with you this. Though, as yeah. much as you love Triple H, would you insult him by giving him the 24/7 title? He could wear it as a proper belt. <laughs> to hold up the rest of them. Could I don't know. Use it to prop up a wobbly table. <laughs> Actually, is the funny that I haven't seen that title in months? I don't I even think, know who has it. I think is it still is it still uh, r truth? Well, I can only imagine that it's something that's been relegated to TV. Uh, I mean, it, has, it hasn't been on certainly any. Like the only pay per views I watch nowadays of WWE are the ones that we review um, so I mean for all I know maybe they're maybe they're killing each other over it on Raw but uh, I, I have no idea I mean the, the the closest thing that I saw to this was uh, Mick Foley uh, rolled up a fan for the 24-7 championship and it wasn't a it's, real championship it was like a fake championship is that where it's gone that's where it's gone, yeah. Do you know what? Like, so the twenty four seven championship is obviously like a a, a neutered version. It's. Do you ever hear a squeezing, squeezing a ball? So uh, it's when it's when you get the ball in the cattle cross. See, I'm using a lot of culture language here. You'll not know. Oh what no, I'm no, you don't need to go any further. So it's where you get the ball no, in the cattle cross. You don't need to go any further. Yeah, get the yeah, balls yeah. out handbag, and you get a pair of big clamps. And yeah. put them in. It basically means that the bull can't impregnate any cattle. Uh, it turns it into what we call a bullock. Um, so, so Dana Brooke <laughs> is the champion. It turns out she's a two-time champion. Well, well, the, the point I was making was that so the twenty-four-seven title is a version of the hardcore title that has been crushed. Uh, it, it, it hasn't <laughs> appeared on television in two months. And the title change took page so took place in a restaurant on Raw. But the the worst thing is that so it hasn't appeared on TV. But we actually had a, a sort of a spiritual successor of the original hardcore title on this bloody show. Yeah, that should have the, been for the twenty four seven title. And what about, do you know? Yeah. And it could have you could have then made it something. You yeah. know, I mean, I th- that's a very good point. It's a very, very good point. Like, here's what they should have done. Again, to fancy book it, because, of course, we're wrestling fans. Johnny Knoxville wins it, or Sami Zayn wins it, right? And he goes, oh, I'm the best champion ever, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take this to WrestleMania with me. And then they feud over, and it becomes, like, the proper hardcore title where he have a goofy, because that match, uh, i tell you what, we'll skip that, because those are the two matches. The, the, Bob, the Bobo Lashley match was ridiculous. Let's talk about this. The, John, the Johnny Knoxville-Sami okay. Zayn match, right? That was the greatest hardcore match, like, the actual hardcore title, not, like, Barbed wire chairs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like actual like hardcore ink match, right? In 20 yeah. years. So this... It was so fun. It had goofy spots. Party Boy came out and danced for some reason, which was gas. <laughs> <laughs> it was the big, it was the big hand got me. Oh, the, the hand was great. Hand. Now, they missed the, the opportunity that... to call it May Young's Child, which you should have done. That was, I, heard, I saw someone done. tweet should that. That, that was genius. I can't but believe they didn't do it. I'll tell you what this was. Uh, your reaction to this match will depend entirely on what you expect going into it. So if you expected this to be... um, I mean, so I was in two minds in this match. I was on one hand slightly disappointed because I thought thought Moxville, 
Knoxville. <laughs> Moxville. <laughs> Moxley. Moxley. <laughs> That's on through glass. <laughs> I thought Knoxville was going to do some insane, I don't know, jump off the top of the stadium or something. I thought he was going to do some insane bump, and he didn't. So that was. Well, I mean, he can't like, take he can't take bumps anymore. Yeah, he's 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 like, a, like he got a, brain damage the from the last. He got brain like, damage from the last. Uh, the last um, Jackass, Jackass movie. movie, yeah. The yeah. bull apparently gave him brain damage. Well, yeah, it was a bloody bull. Bloody I don't know what he. I don't know what he was. What he thought was going to happen there, but I don't know because it was, it was a bull that killed my great grandfather. So I could have told him, you know, Jeez, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's a bad time, but, uh, like waiting to happen. But if you went into this expecting that, okay, I could see he could be slightly let down. But if you went into this expecting nonsense, this yeah. was glorious. Yeah, Just, I think that's fair. And do you know what? Nonsense sometimes in wrestling can ruin the show or kill the vibe of the show, but this was perfectly placed. It was the perfect match. It was the perfect opponent in Sami Zayn. Yes. My God, Sami Zayn can do anything. Sami Zayn is, you know, and also I really appreciated the change of his music. Yeah. Which is, which really like got under my skin, like irrationally got under my skin to the point that I just, I just be like, oh, I hate this. And now that I don't know why, I, I just hate Ska. I think um, it's the trumpets, man. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop, you know, <laughs> sort your life out, like you know. Um, sorry, <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I just there, there's there's me slowly putting my trumpet back in its box and locking it away, knowing I'll never be a member of Horenda. <laughs> We're not a Ska band, to be fair. It's <laughs> You know, I don't think we're on there. I bet you I could death metal a trumpet. I'd imagine you would, yeah. Just put it through a pedal and you're you're good to go, you know. But I'm talking about a normal trumpet, you know, with no effects. Um but anyway, that was the big problem I had with Sammy saying. I was like, oh, you know, this I hate this. But now I love this new kind of conspiracy character. I think it gives him a lot more range and he's able to kind of do a lot more. Cause like I think Sammy Saying got caught in this like weird holding pattern for ages where when he wasn't feuding with Kevin Owens. People didn't really care. And he went off yeah. and kind of went a bit mad. And he's just gas. And just doing this Johnny Knoxville thing has been the most entertaining thing about wrestling I, in, in I, WWE. I'll tell you what Sammy and, and look, not for me to tell Sammy Zayn what to do, but, um, and I'm sure he's more than aware of this already, but Sammy Zayn doing a version of Jericho in WCW. Mm. When Do you remember when he was going through his conspiracy, conspiracy thing? thing? Yeah, yeah. He was that was the highlight, the highlight of those shows. And yeah, Sami sure. Zayn could properly pull that off. Like, not just as a goofy tribute, he could properly do that. Properly do it. I think it just shows how, ta- like, again, Sami Zayn, like, it's been annoying because I think his WDB run has, and include NXT, hasn't been great. No. You know, like, he hasn't really done anything. Like, Kevin Owens, obviously, is, you know, he headlined WrestleMania. Uh, it's because he was going to leave the bloody company. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, like Sami Zayn, like it's like if he wasn't doing this, he probably wouldn't be doing anything. But yeah, well, I mean, look at that card. Like, where where would they have put Sami Zayn? But you know what? It's something they've had for years with with him. Like, like so Triple H knew how to book him. Yeah. In in NXT, but that's because he's they, you know Triple H the game. Well, they took him up to the main roster, and because he's not. You know, six eight and two hundred and eighty pounds or whatever. He's been so underutilized. But you know what's cool though, right? Like as I said, this show 
this show from top to bottom felt like an attitude era show and i don't mean that in a pejorative sense i mean everything kind of felt like obviously because i had austin triple h and undertaker heavily featured it was like well okay there's the nostalgia going through it but i mean everything kind of felt appropriate if that makes sense you know it had this like weird ebb and flow that the shows just don't have nowadays you know do you know, do you know what i w- i would absolutely have agreed with you on night one it's like so we if you think about it we talked about night one that when you break it down match by match it wasn't actually great but when you consider the show overall like the whole thing flowed really well it was a really good show i didn't get this with night two well, at all this is what i'm getting at right so it did until this match ended right and then the cracks that formula because it took over it stopped being like that and became modern wwe yeah even to the Austin, even to the uh, McMahon stuff, which had Austin, that was that was great. But the actual, so when I follow him here, right, it kind of felt yeah. like that at the beginning. I mean, the Johnny Knoxville kind of Sami Zayn thing was a hundred percent prime attitude era nonsense, right? <laughs> and then, and then it just kind of became modern WWE, like with a crash, and that ebb and flow that was throughout the first night was gone. And even the way they booked the beginning of the show, it was like, okay, whatever. They got it back at bits. I think when Austin came out again, that was the, the peak of the show. But because they leaned so heavy into, like, I think that that's Seamus stuff. And I love Seamus. That New Day, oh, it's terrible. That didn't help things. Edge and Edge, AJ Styles just totally flopping, didn't help things. And then the main, the main event completely just killed the whole night, too. Oh, man. Completely uh, killed it. Yeah. Well, so look, like, so. So this, so the Sami Zayn thing, like it's like I said, Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn. I was sitting watching this, going, banger of an opener, a much better Lashley almost match than I expected. Oh yeah, this hilarious, ridiculous Knoxville Sami Zayn thing, and I'm thinking, holy hell, Nato resume is banging. This is great. Um, yeah, and then for me, the whole thing came off the track. Now, not. Off the track is probably the wrong analogy because that's very immediate because the fatal four-way for the women's tag title wasn't actually bad at all. It just wasn't very good. It, yeah, it just had nothing to it. I mean, it's, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, it has my girl Naomi there. Yeah. And, you oh, know, she was great. I mean, you know? it's, it's, I, not, it's not short for talent. Like, no, like I wouldn't mind. I really like the Sasha Banks-Naomi pairing. I think that's a great little tag team. But I just great. had no interest in it. I was like... Why don't, why they, don't we, yeah. they haven't made the, well two things? They haven't made the women's tag team match, the tag team match, tag team titles mean anything. I don't think they need it. Uh, you know, no, you don't need a tag belt. Well, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm quite in favour of a, of a women's tag tag belt. Make it mean something though, you know. Well, like I like look, when, I understand. You throw I understand. it on here as a random fatal four way. It feels like an afterthought, and then when you mm. have. A fatal four-way tag match. That's eight wrestlers. Yeah. You have eight wrestlers in there, and you give them ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's not like how am I supposed to care about that? It felt like they were just doing this for a paycheck. I'll be honest with you. It felt like go on, get the girls out there, go out and get your WrestleMania bonus. That's what this yeah. felt like. And I mean, fair, fair play. I wouldn't deny any one of them a, a, no, a WrestleMania no. bonus, but uh, but as a fan, I mean, I mean, I'm. I'm Make the women's tag team championship mean something. Make me care about it, and don't just 
grab eight random women who you haven't got a spot for and give them 10 minutes. It's but that's what they do with the men's tag belts as well. I mean, look, you only yeah. need, look, you only need, and they're starting to do it. You only need one world title. You only need one tag belt. And that's the same for men and women. And then, you know, and, and I'll tell you one thing, <laughs> WWE's, uh, lack of interest in tag team wrestling has really been shown up this week because yeah. we had FDR versus the Briscoes, which was astounding. Yeah. And then FDR versus the Young Bucks, which I think FDR is the hottest goddamn tag team in the world right now. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I mean, like, it, it was just kind of disappointing because I was like, I was happy to see all, all those girls. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. Yep, What's I mean, the look, point? look at, look at the, the talent here. Yeah, Sasha, Naomi, like Carmella in her day, not in her day, she's not beyond her day, but whenever they were really spotlighting her was great. Yeah. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan. Shayna Baszler? Shayna Baszler, man. It's I, I just, think it's, it's, I, it's, I, it's kind of wrong. It is kind of wrong that they were like, when, when I saw that in the ring, I'm like, there's, there's something off here. Like, uh, Charlotte should not be world champion. Any of these women should be. I said it the other week, and... God, I think it's only been confirmed. I think Shayna Baszler has missed her window. Yeah, I think and so I, too. I don't think it's going to get any better for her in WWE. No, I think Shayna Baszler's, Baszler's with Natalia for a reason. Uh, that's, that's like a Freudian slip. They see her in the same spot. Like, yeah. a, a dab hand, it's always going to be there, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know? which is really disappointing. Because it is, but that's what this felt like. There, and it was a bit was, of a bummer. There was a period of time there where Shayna was going to be, you know, the next... The next big thing in the women's division. Yeah, I miss um Renato calling you know Shayna Baszler. It was does he always got you hyped up? It's like the Jim Ross kind of thing, you know. But um, yeah, oh man, such a bummer. It really is. So look, and speak- if, if that was a bummer, yeah, I was going to say. Speaking of a bummer, <laughs> in the radio business, folks, we call that a transition. Uh, <laughs> we in the radio business, we do love a good bumming. <laughs> So, Edge and AJ Styles. What should have been a sure thing, lockdown, happy to go, you know, you know, set, bet the house that it's going to be a good match, turned out to be one of the most boring things I have Stunned. ever watched in my, life, in my life. It's, look, it started off by AJ busting himself open on the set, apparently, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy. So, uh, the, uh, Edge... That uh, that whole entrance was bizarre, um, and I'm like, okay. I mean, look, I like Edge, all right, but uh, maybe should have stayed retired. No, no, look, maybe. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he should have stayed retired, but I think they are. I they're overexposing them. They're overexposing them yeah, way too much. Overexposing is the word. I, I was, I was going to say, they're vastly overestimated his ability. I don't think that to do with his ability. I think he was just using them entirely wrong. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know? like, I mean, like, look, when, when he came back for Royal Rumble, I popped. He did have probably one of the best in-ring matches with Orton, you know, and the whole feud was really good. But, I mean, I, this... I, was... I, 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 in good conscience, I just... Uh, we're not going to have an argument about it, but for myself, I just need to... Uh, acknowledge and put on record my opposition to that statement. That is fair. That is fair. No, and I totally understand why, but I, I did enjoy it. I mean, I'm trying to be positive here. You know, I'm not trying to be overly negative on the guy, but I think this is, we're starting to see the cracks here now. I mean, like, this isn't the edge from 
you know, 15 years ago. This you is... give give the women 20 minutes. Yeah. Give Edge and AJ, tell them, go out there, eight minutes, do the goddamn hits. Yeah. Do the absolute best that you can do for eight minutes and then get out of there without hurting yourselves. This could have been a ladder match. Ten minute ladder match. Yeah, anything. It need this night two needed a like I had a joke gimmick. It needed a serious gimmick. Yeah, and it didn't have it. And I mean, like, yeah, you have AJ and Edge, two guys known for doing high spots, and I mean, there was nothing. Like, well, I mean, so they talked. Look, it was so bad. They talked about Edge's ring gear for most of it. Well, it was. Let me just really. It was by some distance the longest match of the night, and it's the one we have the least to say about. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember one memorable spot from it. It was, and that's an AJ Styles match. I mean, AJ Styles could have a good match with me. <laughs> he could have a good match you with know, a broom. He he's legitimately. Like, so so, like I said, when this started, we got to the Knoxville match. I was like, holy god, night two WrestleMania is banging. This is class, and then. The four-way, I don't really care about it. Like I said, it wasn't a bad match, hmm. but um, I just uh, you know, it just it it sort of maybe took some of the momentum out. But I was like, oh, oh here we go, Edge and AJ back on track. This is gonna, oh man, and this yeah. was just after this, the whole of Mania just went off cliff for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. Well, look, the next one it didn't pick things back up. I mean, hell no, it was just awful. Awful, and, and it was a minute. Awful on multiple levels. Yeah, no, it was so. Yeah, it was really, really bad, really bad. So the, okay, the, ma- the match itself, um, Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus New Day, like you just said, went what like a minute, minute and a, a half. Minute. We've actually talked longer. We <laughs> talked longer. So, so the match itself was crap. Like, why have something on WrestleMania that's a minute? Unless it's, do you know what? There's an actual justification for that if you are putting over like a monster. Yeah. But this is just a tag team match. So that was bad enough. But what in the name of God have they done to Pete Dunn? Ruined them. <laughs> That's like what they've this, done. They've ruined he's them. Like, he's scrappy do. He's like yeah. this petulant little angry. Yeah. Now known as Butch. Uh, uh, oh god WWE strike again right and and like so when you look at the list of matches you think maybe you could jump over this blip you know 6 minutes 15 minutes 10 minutes 25 minutes and you're like ah, it's only a minute and a half Like, but it wasn't a minute and a half because yeah. from the last match ended to the next match started there must have been 20 minutes because you had this nonsense 90 seconds of it, but you had however many minutes of intros, however many minutes of ads, however many minutes of here's what happened yesterday, here's what's going to happen tomorrow on Raw, blah, blah, blah. There's about a 20-minute gap between match five and match seven. I mean, look, since... Round the whole thing to a halt. I mean, look, since, since you brought it up, I hate that entire stable. Oh, uh, Seamus... Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, I don't think it actually suits any of them. Like, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like the gangs in New York kind of peaky blinders, peaky blinders kind of Except thing, you know. Five years too late, but it's really stupid. 
It's like, why don't you just have a stable calling yourself United Kingdom? Because or, or the British Isles. <laughs> because then every, everyone in Ireland yeah, would I know. reject it. Yeah, but I reject it. They're doing the same thing. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's the picky it's the picky blinders. Yeah, but Except Shame, five Shame, years after picky blinders. Yeah, but Seamus was, looks Seamus Seamus is the Celtic warrior, not the peaky blinders guy. I mean, or even you, I don't know. They, look, there's other things they could do except for this, but I just I think it looks really stupid. Like it looks re- look it's just, it's the similar thing as having like a superhero gimmick. Or no, actually, to go way back, do you remember when Paul Burcha was a was a pirate? But that that's was actually good. Like, yeah, I know, but that's, it, it looks so out of place, and this is the same kind of thing. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> How did you think this was a good idea? We're going backwards in time, not forwards. You, you know, it's wild. For, like, so I'm the same with you. I don't like the gimmick at all. But at least for Seamus, it felt like a kind of a progression. You know, because, right. I mean, like, this is very superficial yeah. storytelling here. We're talking about, you know, like, a flat cap and, and all. So, for Seamus, that felt slightly uh, a natural turn to take. Yeah. For Ridge Holland. Yeah, it's weird. It was just weird. And very then, weird. out of nowhere, Pete Dunne is now Butch. So, funny story. And, scrappy do And true story. So, according to the sportser, you, you know where WWE got the name? Butch, you're, you're, you're confident the sports are is a true story. Well, this is I, I can only go on the sources that I have. All right, let's go. Uh, Alfalfa, the rascals. It's uh, it, it's been confirmed by Feifel as well. That's where they got Butch from. Yeah. So to, uh, let's see. According to a report by Feifel, a different source of former WWE talent told them that the name actually comes from an old television show. Butch was the character from the Little Rascals. The old black and white sitcom version of the character. The character was known as a bully on the show who always tried to beat up one of the main characters named Alfalfa. Oh, I, so I, I thought that's it the gimmick. Was... He's, he's, he's just. He's a. I, uh, yeah. I thought it was just because of the uh, DM boots and nope. the straps that the, appeared to be a, a dominant lesbian. I mean, that is when you type Butch into Google, which <laughs> I did. That was actually the, what came up first. And then I typed in WWE. So. Um, there you go. <laughs> yep. Well, that was the, match six. WWE 2022 current product. <laughs> Holy hell. Holy hell, ladies and gentlemen. But, just, right. but like, I know we're going to move on, but very quickly. We have now talked four it, times the length of the match. <laughs> easily, easily. Easily. So I, so this is not going to be a discussion. This is just a very quick statement I want to make. Like, genuinely, can we just have a moment silence for what was an amazing like Pete Dunn was an awesome character yeah. a terrific like a real grounded solid dirty you know that Brit rest kind of yeah. uh, strong style wrestling awesome um, and I uh, my god WDB creative strikes again but right it's they've, they've struck against their own bloody creative. They always you know, like, do. They always do. So, like, I mean, right, we'll move on to the next match. But, uh, I mean, what they've done to, even in the last week, what they've done to Imperium, just... Oh, stop. That's even worse again. Oh, mother of God. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, look, I want to say this. Pat McAvee, we're big fans of him, right? 
I like him, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think he's great. I was happy that he had his WrestleMania moment. I think he put on a pretty good performance, actually, with Austin Theory. The stuff for McMahon was unexpected, but also not. I really enjoyed when Austin came out. Uh, I thought the McMahon thing was was weird, but like I, the most obvious thing in the world was when Austin came out and did the whole thing. Could it have been shorter? Yeah. Uh, did it go on for a little bit too long? Yeah. Um, I don't think McMahon should have won the match. I think Austin should have come out and <laughs> broke it up a lot sooner. Yeah, I I wouldn't have pinned McMahon, but I would have have had it be yeah, just a schmoz. Just yeah, a, a schmoz finish. Look, yeah, it's WWE. The rules yeah. don't matter. Just no. just have Austin come out and the referee roll out of the ring. Yeah, you know, or or Austin, then, or Austin, or there's a ref bump and the ref yeah. bump lasts four minutes for some reason. By the time Austin hits the stunner and starts drinking beer, nobody's gonna go. Oh, but what was the finish? Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. Like the minute the glass hit, that was it. I mean, this kind of it it did a lot. It didn't do damage, obviously, because Pat McAfee is Teflon. But um, it, it just. Uh, it just it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. You know what I mean? I was it, like, it, it did know. some damage for me. Yeah. So night one, I was looking at Austin going, "Oh, that boy has a wee bit more left in him." Right. You know, night two, and it actually wasn't wasn't his fault at all. Um, but night two, I was like, "Ah, no, stay retired, Austin." <laughs> <laughs> You're grand, uh, there, lad. You're grand. Yeah. Do you know what? I I'm like um. And do you know what he was? He was a bloody champion. So, what happened was, so Pat McAfee and Austin Theory had their match on a wee bit too long, at ten minutes. Although, to be fair, fair play to Pat McAfee for having a, a ten-minute match at WrestleMania. That's yeah, and it wasn't a bad match either. It was a tad long now, to be fair. It really was, but still a good match. A, yeah, not a bad match at all. Um, so obviously then uh, Mr. McMahon got annoyed and, and, and stripped off and jumped into the ring. Pat McAfee had a match. And for those who are listening um, and not watching the video, I am using the biggest, most aggressive, most exaggerated quotation marks around the word match you've ever seen. And then Austin came out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so like I was saying, like for me, Austin on night one was fantastic. It was a revelation. It was, you know, like you were saying that if you hadn't known about it, you would have flown out there. Yeah. Uh, night two, like I get that it was just a bit of fun, just a bit of crack, but oh, it really took the shine off for I mean, me. He, I mean, he was probably feeling every bar of the match the night before. Yeah, and, and fair play to him because he... Like we all expected a duck a clothesline, drop a stunner, and he he went and had a bloody ten minute match. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I I I think it's safe to say that he won't be uh he won't be having a matches every night on on SmackDown now, you know. No, but, uh, I, th- I think, <laughs> but I think so. Won. I think it now that we've addressed the uh the match and the lead up, I think it's time to address the GIF. What about that stunner? I mean, if he had taken them, if he had taken it properly, it would have been ill-fitting. I think the last stunner that he ever gets oh, is appropriate. No, because his first stunner was equally as bad. Yes, that actually that's fair. Yeah, that so was I mean, the one where he kind of like collapsed over him. Yeah, so I mean, it was fitting to be fair. Like, if he had taken it properly, it would have felt weird. But I think it was more appropriate that his last ever stunner is 
equally as bad as his first ever stunner. Well, would possibly, I mean, Linda McMahon maybe possibly the worst stunner in history. Yeah, oh, no. oh, absolutely, it is the worst one ever. I mean, Austin <laughs> started laughing after it. I mean, come on, when you're when you're laughing, there's you're something wrong, you know. What 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 else? It, it, although to be fair, it wasn't Austin's last stunner. No, McMahon's last stunner. McMahon's last stunner. Austin's last stunner was almost really good. So he hit hit Austin Aries with it. Pretty cool that he hit someone called Austin with it. <laughs> um, and he went up in the air, which yeah, was awesome. Yeah, that was good. That was real good. But then he flip flopped around. It was just really, very obviously fake. Yeah, it was rock selling. It was it was rock selling plus plus. Yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't really need. But look, like I'm never going to complain about Austin popping out or whatever. I just thought maybe it was just because the night before was so unexpected and so excellent that maybe this I think this, it a wee yeah, bit. No, I think this was more what people actually expected to happen in night one. I think that's what it was. Definitely. If you know, do you know actually if you had to switch these two around. It would have been a lot better. This would have been amazing. Like people yeah. would have come. People would have expected Austin to come out and do the, you know, like a duck a clothesline, do a stunner, and then he would have come out and had a ten minute match, and they would have lost their minds. Yeah. But, okay. So I was go. still, <laughs> I was still, I was still okay on the show at this point. I was still like, you know what. I like Pat McAvee. I got to see Austin. Got to see that terrible stunner. It was four. It was half five in the morning at this point. I was like, I feel terrible, but I'm still going to stick by. And then, and then this happened. Uh, and, and don't, by the way, Dara, don't you blame this on the outcome because the outcome was crap. But if this had been a good match and Roman Reigns had a one, I'd have been fine with it. This was a dung heap of a match i mean all right gang that's gonna do it for the phoenix event segment if you're listening to this on the podcast the show will continue after this break if you're not and you're listening to this on phoenix 92.5 fm thank you for joining us live go over to nerd to know media right now nerd to and get the rest of the show spotify itunes all that good stuff check it out now we'll see you next week here on phoenix 92.5 fm If you have nothing else to do on a Saturday, do you like nerd things? Now check out Nerd to Know Basis here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, 5pm to 6pm, and then head over to nerdtoknowmedia.com for all of our shows as part of the Nerd to Know Media radio network. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. This had been a good match and Roman Reigns had a won, I'd have been fine with it. This was a dung heap of a match. I mean, I don't know what people expected. A like, good match. Yeah, but like, it was never going to be a good match. I I don't accept that. Look, they have the Roman Reigns is their top gay, right? And and he's shown that if he's put in there with a with a good wrestler, he can work a good match. 
Yeah, they have true. Brock Lesnar, their top guy, who has shown that if he's put in there with a good wrestler, he can have a good match. Brock Lesnar had an awesome match with Finn Balor. Now, yeah. maybe, maybe the problem is that both of them can only have a good match when they're put in there with a good wrestler. Maybe that's what it could and, be. And when they were put in together, they cancelled each other out. But this was the main event of WrestleMania. They had hyped this up as the greatest WrestleMania match ever. This was the unification of the titles, and it was 12 minutes of dung. Yeah. It, look, it's probably one of the worst matches I've ever seen at WrestleMania. And that's saying something, right? It really is. Um, yeah. I, there I was not... four, four, four or five moves. Like, the whole match was just suplex repeated, Superman punch repeated, spear repeated, and F5 repeated. Like, that was, that was, was the only... There... There was a Kimura as well that backfired because it actually legitimately hurt uh, uh, Reigns. <laughs> so, I mean, Reigns is legit hurt because of this. Has he been? I haven't seen any. Yeah, yeah, no, he's legit hurt. Like, you could see he popped his elbow, his arm out. Like, so, I mean, I don't know what. I don't know. Z prayer for Cody Rhodes. Well, that okay. That look, the match itself was terrible. And if you don't watch, if you don't believe us, watch it yourself, right? Yeah. For me, it's not so much that the match was bad. It's that it, it and it wasn't that the finish was bad because it it was. But I mean, with Roman Reigns now being the WWE and Universal Champion, who is going to beat him? I mean, it's obviously going to be The Rock. The Rock is coming back, but I mean, that still leads to the same problem where your top star. Who beat everybody can only be beaten by The Rock, who will not be there for more than one night and may not be there at all. They're setting up this thing where they want The Rock versus Roman, and that's what they do want. That they've wanted it for years, and it's going to happen. But I mean, it doesn't fix the problem here that there I, is nobody left on this show that can actually carry the company. But here's the thing: look, e- even if The Rock thing happens, which which I guarantee it will, I guarantee I, it will. I'm highly. They would have to pay him so much money they that, will. Actually, that they it will. wouldn't be worth their own. But look, let's say it does happen. Right. Even if the Rock thing does happen. Right. The Rock isn't winning. So now that's interesting. This is this Reigns, who already is regarded as, you know, the the new version of Cena. Like, you know, people don't want him to win, but he keeps winning and he shoved down our goddamn throats. You have Reigns go over Lesnar and then you have Reigns go over The Rock. Oh, my God. People will be so sick of him. But who does it benefit? But the, I mean, who does yeah. it benefit? It doesn't benefit. Any, like, I mean, look, everyone knows. It's the Cena thing again. But, I mean, the Cena thing, the Cena thing at least was a different time. It was terrible, and I hated it. I'll be honest with you, I really did. Yeah. I find I find Roman Reigns a lot more palpable than, or tolerable than than uh, Cena. I just I couldn't stand Cena at all. Um, but still, like at least then there was people who you could actually legitimately see. There was you know Undertaker, Triple H, Randy Orton, uh, yeah. Edge, exactly. Jeff Hardy, Umaga. You know, the list went on and on and on and on and on. And that's why people were annoyed. Because, like, there's so many people here that could have that spot, right? With this, there's nobody. <laughs> there's nobody. Means, like, if that's what you want, I mean, it's your company. If that's what you want, have Reigns go over Lesnar, by all means. 
but for the love of God, build, be building somebody up to eventually go over Reigns. Like, Reigns can't be your champion forever. Like, this is... Who? Like, Cody Rhodes is the only one I can actually think of. And what's going to happen is he'll have the match with Cody, he'll be decimated, and then Stardust, which I'm okay with. Yeah. Well, because Cody's already has his... Now, again, we talked about it in this the first night. An amazing debut. Yeah. A great match at Rollins. Yeah. And now Cody's out on Raw on Monday. First match, The Miz. Yep. Welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. Every day, it's closer and closer to start us. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I honestly can't tell which you're going to be happier about. Um, if your prediction about Stardust comes true or if your prediction about WWE being sold comes true. Can't oh, tell man, which they, they could happen in the same one week. Or emotionally invested in. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> um but both are like uh, it's just it's one of those things where you're like it's crazy because it's like there is literally nobody. Like you can't buy anybody else. Like Drew McIntyre like has been beaten so has been like lowered so badly that you just couldn't take him seriously. It's been you know? feuding with Baron Corbin for exactly. six months. Exactly. Shinsuke Nakamura, complete joke, right? So you oh, can't gone. take him. Gone. Right? Gone completely. Gone. The Miz, the, yeah, you know, right. Like, they could have kept him as like a real, yeah. like a killer that they only used every so often. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, Seth Rollins, we've already seen Seth Rollins been beaten comprehensively, right? Kevin Owens but, got, got battered. So, I mean, like, there's your night one. All all the big stars night one. You can't use any of them to go against, right? And and even if that hadn't happened, Lesnar had already made goobers out of the whole yep. roster at a elimination chamber. Correct. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's very, very true. You know, you have it's... Bobo who was beaten, uh, Edge, AJ Styles, both been beaten comprehensively again by Roman Reigns. And that's it. That's everybody. Genuinely, who? There's nobody. <laughs> that's everybody. Orton. Bad. But there's, like there's, Orton there's, and Lesnar, no one wants. No, sorry, and Reigns, nobody wants that. There's, there's nobody. So I mean, obviously it's wrestling, so they can give the title to whoever they want. But there's nobody legitimate who can bait Reigns that won't be just shat on by the fans. Well, like I mean, I don't, I don't even think that really matters so much because they're being that's happening anyway now. But what I mean is like, there's no one that it would make sense to give. The belt too. Yeah. Who, I mean, who, unless it was like a small spe- finish. Especially you know? now that it's one belt. Yeah. Who carries the company? Yeah, it's Reigns. That's it. It's all the guys, the Reign, Roman Reigns show. Which, I mean, look, fair enough. It was kind of the way it was going to be, but like now they can't walk that back. I mean, if Lesnar had a one, right, it would have given them room because Lesnar's like, look, I'm retiring. I'm the greatest of all time. Bye. Then it reopens up the, the playing field. So, Anyone can kind of scramble for it and kind of allows everybody to go for it. But now it's like that's a, it's a, <laughs> like me and you had that crack last week. To me, it made far more sense that Lesnar won wins. Yeah, and walk but away. Look, yeah. Look, uh, so the only star that they have is Cody Rhodes. So Cody came out on Monday and made a pretty good promo. Now, not to sound like a like a better AEW sexual, but um, it was AEW's Cody Rhodes, and he did an AEW promo. Yeah. All about how his dad 
uh, won the match but never won the title and how he was going to win the title for his for his father. And it was actually a really good promo. So my question to you, Dara, is do you think that they'll do a long-term story here where Cody chases the title and eventually wins it? Or do you think they'll feed him to Roman Reigns? Oh, they'll feed him to Roman Reigns and he'll get battered and that'll be it. Or he'll win the belt for like a day and that'll be it. He'll be yeah. like this. <laughs> no, literally, he'd be like the Miz. It's it's not a good saying that, that no, his it's next not. matches I, against the Miz. That's... Yeah, no, and look, I mean, if 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 honest to God, Cody Rhodes believes that you know he's going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns, he needs to talk to someone because he's not living in the real world at all. Well, because look, that's just not happening. <laughs> in WWE, maybe, it's just not. Maybe we're preempting it. Because I think we'll I think we'll find out a lot on Monday. Obviously, no. Look, I just we I won't, just we won't be watching it. <laughs> yeah, I just I do not see like in order to dethrone Reigns. One, I it has to be a WWE guy, right? Which Cody isn't, right? I, I mean, long term, like the carry of the company. Yeah, has to be somebody big. Cody's not big, right? It has to be someone who fits that WWE style. Cody doesn't. I mean, Cody I, I, worked in AEW and built the AEW brand around. I mean, this is why it was such a horrible thing to just walk away. Because, I mean, like, he established what the, the standard in AEW was. And then yeah. just left and went back to WWE where he's not the standard. I, so, it's I, just like, you know. So, I, I, think there's, I think there's still a chance it'll be Cody. But a lot of it will depend on Monday. If Cody goes out and beats the living hell out of the Miz and pins him in two minutes, like murders him and pins him in two minutes, I think that'll be a statement. If Cody oh. goes out and has a 10-minute competitive match with the Miz, it's over. I think he will. He genuinely will win the title. Right? I do believe he will. He will hold it for about a month. And so then be absolutely murdered. And I guarantee in his contract, he probably is like, I'll come back, but I'm winning the belt. And they're like, sure you are. Started, I started, I mean, Cody, sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a lovely title reign waiting for him, just like just like um, Kofi, just like Big E, where they'll be like, yeah, aren't you great? You won the belt. Good job. And then back you go. Yeah, but then, okay, so maybe that gets them by another month or two. Yeah. But then the same question arises. Who is it? I don't know. Who's your next star? Who's, because, and and again, I I know I'm the the big uh, AW guy, so I don't mean to keep hearkening back to All Elite, but Mm. you look at All Elite roster, there's 10 guys who could could be the next world champion. Yep. Easily. And another 10 who could be the next TNT champion. And six teams who could be the next world champion, tag team champions. I mean, you look at WWE. and it's nobody. Look, the, un- the unified title is a good thing, man. I'm going to give them the yeah. props for that. That yeah, I agree. has needed to happen for a long time. Yeah. But you do that when you've built up a roster of challengers. No, I you agree. Know? I agree. I think... 
the main thing here is when it it, it comes down to just not having enough people. You know, they they yeah. fired their biggest stars. You know, the fiend, right? <laughs> uh, literally, that was your big star, right? Um, Goldberg is gone, right? Uh, who was the big guy? These hands. What was his name? Oh, uh, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. There you he's, go. That... He's off controlling his own narrative. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> Jeff Hardy walked away. <laughs> it's like you have nobody. And no. I mean, I, I again, I, I do think Cody's there to win the championship. I think that's what what got him back in. That was part of the deal. Now, I don't think he'll hold it for very long. I don't think it'll be very good. It will happen, but it will be it'll be Im- immediately undone. Because here's the thing: if the important thing is if Roman Reigns loses, right? How long will WWE keep him away from the title? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a it's kind of a modern version of Hogan. Like so yeah. Hogan yeah. occasionally lost the title, but he was never that far away from it, and he was no. he was never out of the out of the uh, sort of upper echelons of of the sure, company. Man, we were watching we were watching WCW, and he nothing involving him would, would you know be there, and he'd still show up. He'd still just be there, and you're like, "Why are you here?" You know, even yeah. or even WWE with Bret Hart, where he wasn't involved in it, and he goes in and steals Bret Hart's title match. He goes, "I'm the champion now," and you're like, "I'm literally what? just about to say it's WrestleMania like, Nine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, "What are you doing?" Like, like I could even see that happening again, where Cody beats him. He's having a match with like, you know, say he's having a match with Finn Balor or Seth Rollins, and then Roman Reigns comes out and wins. I mean, I, they've I, done that. They've done that I, before with the Money in the Bank. I know you are much more of a fan of the Fiend than I was, but see if until they had he got in the ring until he got well, in the ring. Yeah, fell apart. <laughs> like, see let's, if they let's had be real. <laughs> see if they had preserved that character. Yeah, like really, like do you remember the first couple of weeks? Oh, the, like that was amazing. Unreal. If they had preserved that character and kept him for like these kind of special occasions. Hmm. He could have been a genuine, like an Undertaker level monster who showed yeah. up just at the most inopportune times and who was always a threat. Yeah, always um, kind of there in the background lurking. You know, Always the, a threat. But the thing about it was he got over so much that they wanted to see him all the time and that that you know, ruins that character because he's not yeah, a wrestler. You, know, you, give your, you give your six-year-old his first Big Mac and he loves it and he wants it all the time. You don't give him a Big Mac every week. You no. know you. <laughs> I mean, like, look, uh, Bray Wyatt was awesome until he got between those ropes. Then it yeah. all fell apart. But even then, like the Undertaker, and and like any wrestling fan, I love the Undertaker. But he has shown us that uh, you can have an amazing character and not necessarily the best in ring stuff and still be great. Yeah, absolutely. You know? absolutely. And and that's not to say he hasn't had some amazing matches, but Bray Wyatt has some, has had some bloody great in-ring matches. He's just not like someone you would count on every week to knock out a banger. You know what I mean? I think that's what they, what they actually started banking on. And it just completely destroyed the whole mythos that they had, the whole, you know, vibe of what that character was. So, I mean, they haven't got someone they can just wheel out. Now, what they could do is, 
Although then again, who's it going to be? Because they haven't got, they haven't. Well, I mean, go with me here. You know who could be actually that I'm saying it. Go on. They, they take your man, Braun Breaker, from NXT, call him a Steiner. Yep. And actually, there you go. That's who you could do. It's one hand you have, and it's one guy. But I mean, he's yep. the only one that could actually do it. Him and Cody. And, and they clearly have they have no issue bringing him up from NXT and changing his name, changing his gimmick, changing. Yeah, I mean, just look. Here's like, it's too good of an idea for WWE to do it. You get Cody to win the belt, right? What I would do, because you know I have all the power in the world, right? Uh, <laughs> right, Cody wins the belt, right? Roman Reigns starts freaking out, going, acknowledge me, blah, blah, blah. They have a match, right? Braun Breaker shows up as a Steiner, and he's like, you've had this for so long, it's my turn now. And then you have a three-way kind of feud between the three of them, and then you can rebuild your roster around that. They're not going to do that, though. They just won't. Well, I mean, so... I'm, so I'm, I'm kind of asking and answering my own question here, but two things. Uh, so one, yes, absolutely bring Braun Breaker in as this utterly dominating, devastating force. But and how do you him. do that? How do you do him. that after he's been having competitive matches with Dolph Ziggler? Now, you Call could just Steiner. you could just say that that's NXT and NXT isn't canon. No, you can't. So, no, 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 no. He's not Braun Breaker. He's Braun yeah. Steiner. So, with that idea, with your idea, what I would do is I'd go one step further. I'd pay them whatever money they want to get the Steiner name, and I'd call him Braun Steiner, yep. the genetic freak. Yeah, no, and literally have Scott Steiner come out and do his promos. It'd be unreal. Bang. Have, It'd be have, unreal. Yeah. Like, just pay as much money as they want to do that. You have a star. You have Scott Steiner. It would be awesome. There you go. Now, the problem with that uh, booking is that your name is Dara O'Connor yep, and not, no. not Nick Khan. I know. So, I know. Yeah. So as soon as, we say, as soon as we say, pay him whatever he wants, Nick Khan goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What I'll do is I'll fire them. I'll and fire I'll, them. We have nobody. And I'll hire, I'll hire this uh, young fella who's really good at like collegiate wrestling. Oh man, yeah, your man who kept showing up and it was and like, I'll, stop with it. I'll, 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 uh, I'll sign him to a, a ten-year uh, oh, developmental deal. I mean, look, on that point, with WrestleMania. I mean, I get, I get. Look, your man, fair enough. He won some medals in the Olympics that nobody watched. Um, but it was like, all right. I mean, that doesn't help you become a like. I know there's Kurt Angle and like Mark Henry. Yeah, but, but that like, doesn't mean that every bloody Olympian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they were special because they were the first ones. And, you know, Kurt Angle really got into it. Your man doesn't seem... were good at it. Yeah, your man doesn't seem like he's in down for the crack at all, you know? Um, come, here, come here, we kind of uh, skipped over it as well. What did we skip over? Um, no, no, we kind of skipped over it as well. Uh, obviously, because, like, we didn't have very much to say about the match. But at the end of the Edge AJ Styles match, what do you make of the new um uh stable with with Edge and uh Archer? Oh I hate it. Yeah. Which yeah, it, it, it's what it's, was like, it? it's Brody like, Brody King called it when you ordered the House of Black on Wish. On Wish that that's what it felt like. I mean, <laughs> if they call it like the new brood 
and then they use the brood entrance and so that I'd actually properly pop for because I'm like, come on, you can, you have to. It's, it's like I mean, and it it's makes so sense, cheap. Like Edge yeah. going from the member to the leader of the brood. And... Yeah, I mean that would be legitimately cool. And if they do that, I'll totally take it back. But I'm like, and as it was presented on that show, I was like, I hate this. So I hope oh, they do properly go into the brood. And I mean, they, they did I mean, that. Oh, that and and like like you say. I know it sounds like I don't, but I genuinely love Edge. But they did that stupid overacting thing he does yeah. where the two of them looked at each other and did like really panto evil smiles. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was not uh, Well, here's the thing though, right? Edge did that in the brood as well. So I do think they're setting up for it. But if they are going to do it, they need to actually go full tilt into it. The blood, the blood bats, the fire... The intro, get some other lad there to be the third member, and it'll be great. Gangrel. I would. <laughs> you have no idea yeah. how much I'd mark for Gang- Gangrel. Like, I'd bring legit. Gangrel back. I'd, he can't, like, though. He, he's like he's properly old, though. But he doesn't have to get in the ring. He'd be like a... Like, what, Conan? Uh, Would he have Conan out doing the promos? <laughs> but Jake the Snake to Lance Archer. Yeah, I know, but, like no, but I mean, if you have Edge as the leader. Exactly. Like... Yeah, but so you, you can't really have two leaders, can you? Well, I mean, Edge can be like the in ring guy, and uh, you know, like they can be talking about um, maybe it's a bad example, but you know, the, the Dark Order talked about like the uh, what was it called? Um, the leader, the leader, the higher power, the higher power, the higher powers coming, blah blah, and it was uh, Brody Lee, although. Like I said, maybe that's a bad example because Brody Lee actually could get in the ring and go. But here's what you could do, actually, right? You're like, Edge comes out and he's like, and they could, they might actually do it. And he's like, right, comes out and then they do the whole Gangrel re-debut, right? Edge attacks him and he goes, I'm the leader now. And in that way, you still get over it. And I'd, I'd actually bring in Kevin yeah. Thorne. Because Kevin Thorne was supposed to be in that feud anyway. And he does the vampire thing. They could bring back Shelly Martinez or whatever. But I mean, like, they probably have somebody in developmental that they could just slap a vampire gimmick on yeah. and send them in. And I mean, like... Vamp- Vampiro too. <laughs> but they have a human torch match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. But anyway, no, I'm glad you brought it up, man. I totally, like, totally spaced on that because the match was not good. But, like, look, final word on it. If it becomes the brood, and I mean with the proper music and the thing... I will be all over it. I'll buy a rake of t-shirts. I'll be all over it. Because I'm like, and I don't care if it's good. I just like the brood. And I don't care what it is, you know. Put a sticker on anything. You know, even if Cody Rhodes becomes a member of the brood, I'll love Cody Joe again. Joe Watt. And I say this as someone with a, a long and illustrated history of, of, of anti-WWE sentiment. If they become the brood, fair enough. If they hang someone in the hell in the cell, I'll oh. buy a t-shirt. I'll buy a t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, they didn't do that. It was Undertaker that did that, the big boss. No, the, the brood came down and... and uh, they helped, though. That was the corporate ministry, not the brood. Oh. The ministry. It wasn't but the brood. It, was pretty, it was the brood, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it but, was... they, but, but they were just being floozies for the, for the corporate ministry at that point. Well, they came down and they cut the hole in the cell and they dropped they the rope They did, but they were so. doing the bidding, though, of The Undertaker. They weren't, they weren't like, rogue assets. They weren't just well, being That's a, You know what? You know, actually... <laughs> You know what we're going to do? We're going to like look at that properly on this show. We're going to look at that whole oh, weird time yeah. period of corporate ministry because that was a weird time period that I want to go back and watch from start to finish. 
bizarre. So, actually, that's the next thing we're doing. After we finish our WCW thing, we're going to look at the time frame of the corporate ministry brood because that's a because weird time frame. One that was actually. so controversial, that thing with the hanging of the boss, man. I actually, I kind of love that. Maybe it's because I was much younger when I was watching it, but I love that. I thought that was like genuinely horrifying as a child. I mean, a lot of cool stuff that they that they did at the time was great, and actually, it'd be yeah. cool to go back to it. So, guys, we are going. You heard the first professionals that yeah. we are doing show planning while doing the show. Um, yeah, and then we'll talk about how it confused me so much a few weeks later when the big boss man showed up. I said, "No, but you were lynched. <laughs> you were you were killed. We saw you're, it. You're dead." <laughs> Oh man, no, that's gonna that's gonna be a good time looking at that. But guys, we are gonna wrap up because uh, we've gone about ninety minutes, so that was shorter than night one. So I think it's fair to say night one was better. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And Pretty even sure. when when you break it down the way we looked at it, like we talked about how night one, when you break down match by match, wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. When you look at it as a whole, it was better. Um, even as a whole, night two wasn't. Uh, if it was, if it was any kind of whole. It was the ass kind. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> that's a sequence of words. Yeah, that that definitely a sequence of words. I, I there's going to be a fair amount of editing on this show. I tell you for the radio. <laughs> but um, it, luckily, our listeners who check out Phoenix, who check out Phoenix ninety two point five FM, only can go over to the to the website therestingrewind.com or the True Penny channel, Spotify, Near to No Media, where the show is, you know, uncut. It's it's fully as it is. Usually we go an hour, but sometimes we go 90 minutes and it's all there as well. But if you are checking us out on Phoenix 92.5, I want to thank you very, very much. We'll encourage you to go over to uh, wherever the shows are, are hosted because there is loads of them. We have a lot of them. We're on 95 now, so we're like five away from 100, man. That's going to be fun. We're getting there, and we have something big planned for 100. Oh, we do. We do. We have a huge surprise coming. It's not like GTV. We actually will, like, deliver. You know, it won't just be like, oh, what was the thing? Um, GTV actually was supposed to be Goldust, so tying that back to Cody. Maybe Cody could pick it up and go, it was me all along, Austin. (laughs) We got Goldust. It is going to be the worst podcast ever because I will mark out and not be able to speak. This is fair. This is fair. Huge, just the the hugest level of admiration for Dustin Rhodes. Just love him to bits. That is fair. Actually, no, I, think I like Dustin more than Cody. I do, anyway. Like person. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you, you like you, you like random junkies fighting in Dublin more than you like Cody. I mean, they can work a little bit better. Right? The Marcel is better. The gimmick. They're actually buying to the gimmick. <laughs> the gimmick's better. <laughs> the gimmick's better. Um. Well, look, what, so yeah, we do have something cool coming up. Uh, not going to spoil it just yet. So if you go to our social media, um, the rewind, the, the underscore rewind on Twitter, uh, you'll be able to find what we're going to talk, talk about. We'll kind of drop some hints as we're going through. Next week, we're going to go back to WCW. Looking forward to it. Uh, we're getting, nearly getting to the end of our timeline, though. So there's only like, what, three or four pay-per-views left before the wheels, the wheels completely fall off that show and it's gone forever, unfortunately. But Martin, is there anything you want to plug before we get out here? Yes, yes, I want it? to plug hats. So I have a big old baldy head, very hairy chin, very hairy back, big old baldy head. And I was out helping my brother this weekend. He's building a house. Right. And, uh, I was out helping him build his house. And my big old baldy head got 
burnt to a goddamn cinder. And you're ginger as well, so... And, and I'm ginger. Yeah. It's sitting here right now. If you threw an egg on it, it would fray. Oh, but man, not good. It's, it's only a matter of time before it gets to the stage where, you know, I'm having conversations with people in work and they can't look at me because they're just looking at the, the blistering and the peeling on, on, on top. So, yeah, if I was going to plug it this week, I'd plug hats, headwear. I mean, yeah. Buy a hat. You should always buy a hat anyway if you're Irish and pale because the sun is not your friend. No, definitely it's really I'm, not. Like I'm, I mean, who the, who the hell? Like I know the sun's not my friend. Who the hell thought it was going to show up in Armagh in March? But well, that's a fair point. I mean, we got a, a surprisingly nice day on Saturday, and that was puzzling. I mean, like my long hair covers my neck, but if I didn't have the long hair, I'd have to always have my neck covered because I just roast. <laughs> on my neck and my arms and my face and anywhere that the sun sees because i am also a ginger and pale it's not fun <laughs> we're like seamus we're, we're the celtic warriors yeah we're, we're not supposed to see the sun the sun is is our is our mortal enemy it's it's the ultimate heel for irish people <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's just we see it and that's it it's just you know we, we have to do the job for it you know um put it over put it over <laughs> But yeah, folks, uh, I will, of course, plug the WrestlingRewind.com, True Penny Channel, Nerd to Know Media, Phoenix 92.5 FM. And of course, again, if this is your first time checking out the show, spread the word of the show. That really helps us a lot. You can email us, the WrestlingRewind at gmail.com, uh, Nerd to Know Media at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. My Twitter is at DaraWV. Uh, again, hashtag save Dave. He'll be coming back soon. Yeah, he's coming back Dave, soon. Like Veer, Dave is coming. Exactly. It's back to the, six months. Back to the tree man booth, you know. Um, so tree man booth. <laughs> you know, we should play vignettes of like just random clips of Dave, <laughs> just responding to things. Um, but yeah, so when he comes back, we will be. I I think we'll be maybe for the hundred show. I'm not too sure. But um, he either said he either said three weeks or three months. I, I think that's so a good target. This. I think yeah. I think show one hundred is a good target for Dave. I think so. Yeah, sure. We'll try again. Uh, you can. Uh, get him at the Dave Stevens and uh slobber knicker is you yep so uh, yeah if you want you, to you, you want to follow somebody who's randomly shouting at members of the DUP that is the that is the Twitter account to follow that is fair my Twitter is sometimes <laughs> wrestling often not but I will talk about wrestling sometimes it's you know what it usually is it's usually PSP hacks to be fair, I'm a big fan of the LPSP hacks. That's pretty so, good, though. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good console. But that's a different show for a different time. Um, but yeah, that's our Twitter. Again, if you have any uh, show ideas, we'd love to hear from them because the show is for you guys as well. But we will be back next week. See you later, guys. Bye, hot. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.